What's up, Dirty Benches? I'm JD. And I'm Patty Popcorn. And we are the hosts of the Old Dirty Bitches podcast. If you came here to listen to two women shoot the shit and talk about stuff we are not qualified to talk about, then you're at the right podcast. On ODB, we talk about white collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to 600 billion every year. Unacceptable. White collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube, and don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. So gives us a listen. What's up, ODB? I'm JD. And I'm White Gladys. <laughs> I'm still holding on to that. <laughs> okay, let me pause right now. Because when I was listening to our new episode and uh, you had announced that you were a name ch- legal name change on yeah. the podcast, I busted out laughing. <laughs> and it was in the car on the way to work, so I probably look like some crazy person, but yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Glad we're sticking to the name Gladys. Yeah. Okay. Gladdy. Okay. Gladdy. I'm here for it. I like it. <laughs> I will sink your boat. <laughs> if you hit me. Has has Gladys had any more um, run-ins with the sailors out I there? I think or? that they are they keep attacking boats. Really? Like wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And it's off Spain. Come on. Gladys has her own little army she out there. She is freaking, she's been teaching other orphans like, how to do from a young it. Age. That's the, the hilarious she's and like, scary Don't part. Stop <laughs> she's like, this is how you do it. You hit them here and you hit them there. <laughs> Come on, gang. Give it all you got. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. So anyway. <laughs> Here we go. I know, my transitions. Breaking news, everyone. That's our breaking news. <laughs> High quality here. Conrad, no expense was spared. <laughs> Conrad called in sick yesterday, so God damn it, Conrad! Uh, I know he's. I think we might have to look at <laughs> we reassessing might have to put a new person Conrad's position here at our podcast. So <laughs> yes, so we do have a little bit of housecrafting that we would like to discuss with our listeners. Patty, do you have any updates? Oh, just that our friend Elizabeth Horrible Holmes did <laughs> get put with. Where Jen Shaw is, so yes. be ready for that. Yes, I don't think they will be friends. I can't. There can only be one Highlander. I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I 
was just going to say, I can't, I don't know that I could see them sharing the so-called limelight in prison because from the article, it sounded like Jin Shaw has kind of established herself amongst. I'm sh- what a shocker. Uh, the other residents there. <laughs> a shocker. Oh, shocker. Uh-oh. <laughs> be on something there. But apparently she's started, Jin Shaw has started her own exercise ab class. So amazing abs with Jen Shaw, which, as I told you, you would take. I yes, I even told my spouse. I said, you know what? If I was in there, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I would, take, I would sign up. I would sign up and I'd be in there and I'd be like, shamazing. Uh, amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you're not too bad, Jen Cha. <laughs> I know. Can I sit with you? It lunch? was totally editing. <laughs> Wait, I have some. I might have a sound effect ready. Let's see. Yes. Let's let's see. It'll let's be like it. muted. Oh, yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news. I like it. Okay. Okay, the real deal in there. Stolen from King Five. Yeah, I I am curious to see how Elizabeth or Liz, I don't know what she's going by these days, uh, does in prison. I wonder what voice she's using. Yeah, I, I don't know. Could yeah, be. what voice is super well. <laughs> I have no I idea. I know. Changing personas. She's like a chameleon. So we'll yeah. see what happens when um she gets I situated. She actually like went in finally. That took forever. Yeah, I actually was not sure that was gonna happen, but here she is. Well, she turned herself happen. in. She was all smiles and so we'll see her and Jen, you know. I don't know. What will happen? Yes, more to come on that. Yeah. All right. That's all I got for well, and then you know, the big Dun, 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 dun. Indictment watch. <laughs> yeah, uh, if, if you've been sleeping under a rock. <laughs> or you're Amish. Yeah, or, or I don't know, maybe you're in the QAnon far-right conspiracy group. Um, you may not have heard, but a previous president has been indicted. Again. Yes, on felony charges this time. That he himself has admitted to, like in his town hall and whatnot. Patty, I don't know if you it's saw Gladys. his video. I'm not I mean, going to say sorry. it again. <laughs> sorry, Gladys. I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't know if you've seen his video. He's an innocent man. Of course. Okay, so uh, innocent till proven guilty in the court of law. <laughs> he proved himself guilty, okay? <laughs> and you read that indictment, you said. I did. I did. Was this there anything guy, like didn't know? Yeah, so basically, I mean, he had these files like we knew that i didn't know they were in the bathroom yes yeah like i mean he had like light reading i can't do my business without something to read <laughs> i how about iran's war plan ready go <laughs> like what top secret documents just hanging out where you, you shower are taking a shit just like what i don't know what? on your little table stand a little on? bit of light reading I'd, I'd like to see uh what's and happening he doesn't read though we all know this <laughs> He's not a reader. No shame. I don't know. Kind of crazy, but yeah, we'll see how that goes down. That's very interesting. So, so. yes. All right. So, okay. Today, though, we are doing a. (laughs) Today, we're not talking about crime at all. Yes, we're talking about a movie review. Gladys decided that we would be watching The Boogeyman. So. Way better than Wally's Wonderland. Whatever. You said it yourself. You liked how that episode came out. It was funny. It was funny. I myself have listened to it two times now. 
so that I could last. You were here when we actually. Uh, yeah. So, it. so, well, technically, it would be four times because I I recorded it with you, <laughs> I edited, it. and then I listened to wow. it twice. So All right. Four times, <laughs> and it's been downloaded four times. That's so <laughs> <laughs> not true. There's some other people that <laughs> like not it. Not true. It was five <laughs> anyway. Because you yourself That's downloaded right. it. I listened to. Yes, it. I thought it was funny. So boogeyman. Yeah. I'm going to give a little bit on who directed it and starred in it, and then we'll give our rating. So if you don't want to listen to this episode because you're not interested in movies, by all Bye. means, you can skip Me. out. Okay? You're free to go. <laughs> so the movie was directed by Rob Savage. Uh, Savage. <laughs> Savage. Oh, I didn't. Yes, I I'm like kidding. that. It's kind, of, it's kind of fancy. He's... Okay, I don't... Did you see the picture of him? Where? Yeah. Well, whenever I, I Google this stuff, oh, no. you know, they show the pictures of the directors uh-huh. and everything, so... Uh, he popped up looks like a kid looks like he just graduated well, from high school i was like this could that's be... everybody nowadays this so... could be one of our kids <laughs> <laughs> anyway he's also directed uh the movie host i haven't actually watched that one. Oh wow he does look young yes very he looks very young i think maybe he's born british towards the end of the 90s i think uh he's also directed dash cam which starred annie hardy extremely controversial the movie ended up getting mixed reviews um because she's like a part of a conspiracy far right group and it's kind of like her taking her camera around and it's following her around and she kind of acts like an asshole in the movie so anyways <laughs> okay so he's also done salt strings dawn of the deaf which i had never heard of this movie before same yes i thought that was an interesting title the big names in this movie are chris messina who plays the dad from or plays the dad in the movie excuse me he was also on uh mindy the mindy project i don't know if you remember that show but uh-huh. he was on there That's a good show. sharp objects that series on hbo which was really well done julia and julia and the movie on netflix i care a lot did you watch that one Oh, yes, I did. That one was a good one. Okay. That so was very traumatizing for my spouse. It was. And then Sophie Thatcher, who uh, has starred recently in Yellow Jackets. I don't know if you've watched that series. I've tried to watch like okay. one. But okay. I just She's uh, one of the younger, like the younger version of themselves. Uh, she does a really good job, I think, in that yeah, she series. She was not familiar to me at all when I saw the movie. Okay. Uh, she's also in Blink and Prospect. Oh, David. Uh, and I hope I don't screw up their last name david i apologize in advance dosh malshin i think he's he's also uh in the movie for a brief minute but he's actually done some pretty good stuff like he's been in the suicide squad ant-man and the wasp um oppenheimer and some other stuff oh so he's been in a lot yeah uh-huh. Who was he? He was the Lester, I think it was oh, his the name. Guy that came yeah, the guy who the comes house. at the beginning of the movie, the father he's lost his kids. Okay. Um yeah, he was only in there for like a scene. And <laughs> briefly. Then that's it. Yes, very briefly. And then Vivian Blair, whom my hubby believes after watching this movie should get an Oscar um for the scene where she pees on herself. He just thought <laughs> she did a good job of that. And it's uh, not that hard, spouse. Okay. <laughs> As we all know from a previous episode. <laughs> and then Lisa Gay Hamilton. She has actually been in the practice Beloved and uh, True Crime. 
So I thought she uh, did a good job. She's only in there briefly, but I've seen her in some stuff, but not on a regular basis. So it was kind of cool to see her in this movie. All right. So let's get into our rating system. She was in the ER too, right? I don't know if she was in the ER. Was she? she? Okay. Uh, Might have been. It seemed like she had a run where she was doing a lot of those different types of series for a little while. So our rating system, if you are not aware. We really need to come up with a B. I know. And I meant to ask you this before we got in here because I'm going to be at a B. But our rating system, I'm giving it away early, is a Wiener Schnitzel. Uh, which, of course, is the bomb. According to Gladys and I, we love it. It's delicious. We eat it on a regular basis. We probably shouldn't, but we can't stop. Yes. Won't hashtag, stop. Uh, please sponsor us. Okay. <laughs> hashtag wiener dude attitude. <laughs> <laughs> also, licorice, which is like our C. Uh, it's a good treat if it's laying red. around. I red, correct. I do. I eat black licorice on a regular basis. <laughs> it's delicious. We also don't have a D. We also don't have a D. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of slacking. In I know, words. I know. And then uh, Mummy, which of course Tom is Cruise. Tom Cruise version that you that absolutely be, hate. Uh, Mummy, Annette, or Wally's Wonderland. <laughs> which the, the worst? Every let we'll me just, just say, add a line. whenever there's a bad one, we'll add that. Wally's was on. not a good movie. However. Aww. <laughs> if you need some garbage to watch, <laughs> however, definitely. if you want to see a movie where Nicolas Cage does not talk, that's your <laughs> there. Mom. You go that's right it. there, one hundred percent. Okay, <laughs> and you have uh, PTSD from Chuck E. Cheese. That's your movie. <laughs> For real. I feel like going into this movie, I knew I was going to be a little bit biased watching it because, of course, it's based on a Stephen King mm-hmm. short story. Huge Stephen King fan here. Had you read the short story? I was trying to remember. Because um, I had never even heard of this. Of the book. I was aware movie. of it. I can't recall. I kept trying to think when they had first announced that, that they were working on another movie of his, which was The Boogeyman. And I had read this in an article like several months ago because I keep track of like his books that he's going to release or projects that he's doing because I'm always interested in that. Yeah, I'm kind of like one of those fans. But yes. Oh, man. Awesome. I'm your biggest fan. She's been in a lot of his movies, which is kind of interesting, you know, that I wonder if if he's like, hey, get her to play this part, you know, that kind of thing. But (laughs) there were a couple instances in the movie where I might have gone Wiener Schnitzel, but ended up giving it a B rating. Yeah. And we'll get into that a little bit more, but, and we haven't discussed what our B is. I don't know what we're going to do. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're kind of all over. We'll, we'll, we will legitimately come to a B. Yes. We've got to figure because it out. Because it's a B for me too. Yeah, it was a B. Like I said, I'm a huge Stephen King fan. This is one of his older stories, one of his older short stories that he had written when he was first coming up as an author. So this one's a a little bit different. And we also went to the movie theater and watched it with a totally awesome crowd. None of them probably listened to this podcast, but thank you very much for a good experience. We had an awesome time with everybody. Everyone was into it. Oh, yeah, it was. It was so funny. Don't go there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, turn the fucking lights on. (laughs) What are you doing? 
Yeah, so uh, there was, and we're getting ready to jump into this movie. There's going to be some spoilers. I just want to let oh, you know. We're for sure going to just tell the whole thing. Yes. So, so there's a the baby scene at the very beginning of the movie. What the fuck was that, um, by the way? <laughs> where, where there's obviously some entity, a monster or something that gets to the baby, right? And we know that it meets its end. And um, everybody, as soon as it, it gets killed, groans out loud, right? And we're all making these noises and stuff and then someone that was sitting next to us was like not the baby (laughs) (laughs) which can i just say like that baby was crying forever who are you that you're not going to get your baby horrible parents that's who so the only okay i will defend them on the on the account of i had reasoned in my head at the time that maybe it was colicky and they were like, okay, we have already checked on it. Oh, it's fine. We've just got to let it cry. Like one of those instances. I think this is a big PSA for not letting your baby cry it out. Okay. <laughs> Maybe there's a freaking boogeyman in there. There could be after you watch this movie. You might start wondering. Uh, yeah. So essentially, the crowd in our theater jumped together. Right, we kind of better. chuckled. That is way better. Yes, it was. It was fun to get kind of like spooked on the certain parts that you were supposed to, like all together, like jumping and yelling out loud. Yeah. You know that kind Don't of thing. Don't do it. Yeah, that sort of stuff. People were kind of like saying things, not loudly, but enough for everybody to hear in the theater, which kind of made it funny. But uh, towards the end of the movie, I think it was like we had maybe 20 minutes left. This family comes walking in. Uh, It looked like two parents and then two kids. And they are walking down towards the front of the theater and he flips on his light on his phone, right? Because they're trying to figure out where their seats are. I don't know if they thought that they were late. (laughs) They came in like at the end? Yeah, listen, listen. Okay. Listen, Linda, listen. I'm listening. Okay, so on the screen. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, on the screen at this point, um, the oldest daughter has run back to the Billings house uh-huh. where the mom Rita uh-huh. is at, right? And uh, the house is like, she thinks the demon's in there and all this other stuff is happening. She's firing off shotgun rounds, like this crazy shit's going down, right? Right in the middle. It's like a very climactic part of the movie. Yeah. So there's- This isn't the Little Mermaid. <laughs> 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 they flip on the light they're like looking i can see one of the because the light is showing on the seats right and i can see the kids one of the little kids turns around and they look at the screen and then all of a sudden they say i don't think this is the little mermaid are you serious i am serious and the entire theater just busted out laughing all of us were cracking up and then a few people you just traumatized <laughs> your kid <laughs> sir and ma'am <laughs> A few people uh, down close by them were like, nope, this isn't the Little Mermaid. Head out. Head the fuck out. One of the other kids. Before you see this horrifying scene. (laughs) One of the other little kids starts uh, singing the song, (laughs) A Part of Your World, as they're walking out. What a crossover. Yeah, it was so funny. I heard that the the live, I I already told you that I didn't get to see the Little Mermaid yet because somebody wouldn't go to that. But 
I heard it's very dark. Yes, I've been hearing some of the reviews on it, and they said it's not as lighthearted yeah. as it was the first freaking go around. I'm myself. I don't, yeah. During the day, so I don't look like a freaking creeper. <laughs> By yourself, your popcorn <laughs> With no little kid. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> I am excited to see that movie. Uh, so we, I don't know if we'll see it in the theater. We may wait until it comes out on one of the streaming platforms and then just watch it like Disney. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Continue. So, yes. So, good crowd. Uh, that happened, which made everybody crack up in a very tense moment yeah, in the for, movie. Yeah, which good. Yeah. Like, oh. So then, of course, when everything else starts happening, it was like, whatever, because they had broke through the, the tension. tension yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so it was just funny. All right. So. Did you did you do your homework? Did you write your storyline? I'm just doing it in my head. Okay. And mine I, are brief. You I know. would like to give the floor to you. Oh, okay. Yes. Because mine's always short and you're just like, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> yes, please share your storyline. Uh, I guess the way that I would describe this is remember when you're little and you're like, scared to go to bed because you're sure something's in your closet or under your bed. I remember as a child, I would run off my bed and jump as far off as I could because oh, I didn't yeah. want somebody grabbing my feet. I remember this So one. it's just like an innate thing. But Stephen King actually puts a face to that thing. Yes. That's all. Okay. I like it. That made me think back to when I was a little kid. And some of those times, yeah, where like, you had to make sure the door was closed. Yeah, like what is that? It's like just an innate thing that you do I don't as know. A kid. I don't know. Yeah, I don't and know. And uh, again, all fucking basements are scary. Okay, <laughs> yeah. they just are. Yeah, one hundred percent. Totally capitalized on that with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he has. He's got his pulse on what scares you. Yeah, he's very interesting author. Very creative. Um, sometimes I'm like, man, if you could open up his head and like take a look at some of his <laughs> thoughts, like, what, is what going would you on? see? Because I'm sure it would probably be like some chaotic, crazy, dark <laughs> shit in there. You know what I mean? Maybe not because he he spills it all out. He does. He writes it. Yeah. So a terrifying some of his stuff, but oh, especially over the years. I would say my reason why I gave it a B is because. The characters, what the fuck are you doing? Oh. <laughs> what the actual fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And also the whole storyline with the dad. What? This is stupid and weird. The, How uh, he was just like robotic and... Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. like... I think... Not, and also... <laughs> well, okay, let's just go and I'll... Okay. I'll, com- I'll complain on the fly. Okay. All right. So let me give you my give you oh, uh, sorry. my storyline. All right. Here we go. In 1900 mm-hmm. and. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's the monster in your closet that feeds on your fears, sorrows, and worst thoughts about life or existence. An amalgamation of the unknown always lurking in the background. The worst part 
it feeds on your children. A family soon finds themselves being stalked by a dark figure looking to feed. The kids are petrified and their father seems to be ignorant to the monsters of the world, instead waving them off as delusions or a result of losing their mother recently. He soon finds out that there is something in the house. Is there a way to stop it? You have to watch the movie <laughs> to find out. Ask the Little out. Mermaid. <laughs> So this movie, the budget was about $35 million, which I actually thought was pretty low for movies these days. How much? Yeah, considering Wally's was $5 million <laughs> and what? That was on cleaning supplies. <laughs> <laughs> and his energy drinks. Oh, my God. And pinball. Yep, and pinball machines. Uh, so the movie's already made close to what the budget was during its first opening weekend. Oh, good. Yeah, so it's done really well, actually. Uh, it's, again, based on a short story that Stephen King wrote back in the 70s. Back in the day. Yep, the story was first published in an issue of the magazine Cavalier. And then uh, the story was included in a book with a different, or like with a set of different short stories that he wrote called The Night Shift. And again, oh, yeah, yeah. Night Shift. Yep. I'm looking for that book. If you know where it's Original at. Original printing. Stephen send King, me an email. please reach out to us. Yes. Stephen King, this is a message for you. <laughs> I was reading that that little white globe that she carries around throughout the entire movie, right? The Turn the overhead light on. I sleep with every light on. <laughs> Apparently, what I was reading, though, was that globe was supposed to be a lightsaber originally. Yes. So Sawyer carries around this lighted globe throughout the entire movie that kind of brings her some comfort and also introduces light because the monster doesn't like it. It stays away from the light, right? So uh, originally, they had written this lightsaber into the story, and that was what Sawyer was going to be carrying around. However, once Disney found out... They, they like, nixed it. No, you're not. Yeah, they said you can't. Freaking Disney. Yeah, because Whatever. of course they own They're the so rights. Woke. <laughs> they own the rights <laughs> to Star Wars. Hey, you know what? I'm glad Disney is woke. I'm gonna put that out there right yeah. now. You go, Disney. You stick to yeah, fucking what Ron you believe DeSantis. in. Mm-hmm. Satan. Yeah, kiss our booties, <laughs> Satan. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> He's like a robot. He's so robotic. <laughs> Dude, there's and something awkward. wrong with him. There is. And then I think his wife is fake. Do you think she's a droid? Like a Walmart. Stepford wife. Remember that movie, The Stepford yeah, Wives, yeah. where they were turning him into I robots? Think both. Something is off there. But I don't anyway, know. I digress. Please continue. That whole situation is weird. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, back to anyway, the movie. Anyway, no shade to Disney for not wanting to use their lightsaber. That's fine. Yeah. We dig it, Disney. Okay. Anyways, I think that the light spear ended up being better than the lightsaber because she was able to roll it around and stuff like that in that the movie. That was so fucking freaky. Yeah. Bad. No. <laughs> yeah, dude. No. <laughs> I have to say, uh, first of all, who's looking under the bed? Yeah, no. going back to what you said in your storyline, right? The whole plot. I have to say that in the instances where I felt like something was underneath my bed, I sure as fuck did not go to go look <laughs> at it. You're so frightened <laughs> yeah, to go sucked away. Yeah. No. So I don't know if Sawyer. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to put you on blast a little bit. I don't know, but, Sawyer. What the fuck were you doing? Yeah, if there's some screws you just there. Cut Cover up your head or... with your sheets and you hope that they don't eat you. <laughs> 
Or you are extremely courageous, Sawyer, and you're like, I am not going to let this monster. When that closet door busts open, goodbye. (laughs) No, no, I would not stay in there. Would you? Fuck no, exactly. You know, and I told I told uh, my spouse when we were watching this, and then left the theater. When that happened. Oh, yeah, dude. There were so many jump scares in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, when the, before she goes to bed, her dad comes in there and she's like, there's Condescendingly something in there. looks yes. for monsters. He's like, there's no, it's a monster-free closet. Here, I'll show you, blah, blah, blah. And then he closes the door and leaves. And then she's in there by herself in the dark, except for this little globe that's lit up. And the fucking door pops open again. Loudly. Yes. I was like, no. no. I would have sat in the middle of the bed and immediately started screaming. <laughs> Yeah, look what that got the baby. Yeah, Kilt. yeah. <laughs> Kilt. Kilt. And on top of that, you hear something skittering around, so you know something's in her yes. bedroom. Yes. No. What does what does Sawyer do? She bends over to look underneath her bed. Exactly. With her light globe. Oh. And then pushes the globe towards the other but, side. Yeah. And something was fucking there. Terrifying. There. No. It's <laughs> like a negative. It kind of, this movie kind of gave me vibes of that lights out. Yeah. There was actually, I felt like there was a couple like nods to other horror movies that have come out. One of them. And I also do think too, and at the end we'll get to it a little bit, but I kind of think that they were stealing a little bit from like uh, Harry Potter. What do you call them? Things that were floating around. Dementors. Yeah. The Dementors with how they kind of suck out like your energy Uh and stuff like that. I feel like that was kind of borrowed, but (laughs) borrowed. Yes, borrowed. Inspired. Yes, inspired, motivated, however you want to say it. I have no problems with that because, you know, I think that always adds some interesting element. But there are some differences in the short story versus the movie. So, and of course, again, there's going to be a little bit of spoilers, right? So... (laughs) Lester, the uh, dad who shows up in Dr. Harper's office, the main father of the two central characters, the the kids in the movie, he shows up there at the beginning. And in the short story, Lester's actually a bigot. He's an extreme racist. And you have to remember when Stephen King wrote this in the 70s, there was a lot of racism and stuff like that happening. we don't have that now. Yeah, I know. It's totally not a problem right now, everyone. I mean, we're over that. Oh, God. It makes you not sympathetic to Lester in the short story. But in the movie, they did not portray him like that as at all, right? He comes there and he's looking for help. He seems like a lunatic. Yeah, he's a little bit off. Something's definitely First wrong. First of all, and this is what I also told Callan, uh, this person's never watched Dateline because their door was wide open. My door is locked. <laughs> All the time. I know. That is one point in that movie where I was like, What are you doing, sir? I'm with you on that. What are you doing? This weirdo shows up and he just seems (laughs) off. Needs a psychologist. Yeah, great. He wants to talk to you. He has no appointment. He just shows up randomly. Mm -hmm. And he's something is not right oh yeah you can tell there's something a little bit off with him so you're like (laughs) a little i'm uncomfortable and he's all uh hold on please (laughs) because you want to have people that are mentally unstable in your house what a great idea yeah where your kids are running around and your wife has just recently died yeah Yeah. like they're not they don't have any problems yeah so (laughs) uh yeah 
Also in the story, the doctor is actually the boogeyman in the short story. The dad? Yes. Dr. Harper. Yep. He's actually the boogeyman, the monster in the short story. And the short story is more of a psychological concept. I'm going to have to read it. Yes. It's a, it's it. a little bit different from the way that they wrote the movie, which is fine. But the psychological concept of the short story was kind of this question of whether or not the boogeyman was real or if it was all some sort of monster in Lester's head, right? Because he was already a horrible person to begin with. Oh, but, of course, in the movie, he's like a victim. All his kids have been killed. Yep. Mm-hmm. The his, baby in the beginning. The baby Which in the beginning. Which can I just say, also, this didn't make sense to me, because in the beginning... They show, like, blood splatter. <laughs> Glad you're bringing that But <laughs> the baby died of SIDS. Yeah, yeah. What? That was one of the reasons why I downgraded this movie, because I was like, okay, yes. Sorry. I was like, who did not catch that? I had a nosebleed and then died of SIDS. <laughs> we don't know. So in the short story, all of Lester's kids are killed by the monster. In the movie, though, it's different. The In the movie, the youngest, the baby, is supposed to have died by natural causes. To your point, Lester talks about how it was supposed to be SIDS. But then af- after we left the movie, we were like, how could that baby have died of SIDS? Because SIDS is where like you essentially roll breathing. over and they stop breathing for some uh-huh. reason, which it certainly doesn't cause your baby to get slashed by some monster <laughs> where the blood goes flying on the walls and picture frame. So we were like, okay, nobody explained that I properly. Guess they couldn't like show. They just silence it, and we'd be like, "What happened?" <laughs> so they had to be like, "See here, the baby died, okay, and it was from a monster." Next scene, like it was because we're dumb. I think yeah. there's no way to show a know. baby like dying of SIDS. Yeah, I would just not have had a baby. Yeah, or like just show that the baby was crying and then all of a sudden it wasn't, right? I mean, yeah. you could have just showed that and not shown like the somebody slashing like, or anything. Huh? What yeah. happened? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just not have the baby character. How about that? Yeah, so we thought that was interesting in that part. And that's one of the reasons why I kind of went down yeah. on my grade yeah. because I was like, wait a minute, I that get it. total it gap like, there. What? Yeah, it didn't make sense. That don't make no sense. <laughs> I mean, from, <laughs> from the point that the monster is supposed to feed on your fears and stuff, you kind of need like a tragedy to happen in your life, right? To bring on the monster so that he knows he can come there now and get what it needs to nourish itself. So I think they had done the SIDS to say that's why the monster had decided to target them but it doesn't explain the fact that it attacked the baby at the beginning right, that's what i'm saying <laughs> i was like, like what i'm like oh god <laughs> physically eating babies yeah yeah like that yeah no yeah anyway so the scary guy shows up looking for a doctor because okay and also <laughs> can i just say like i thought their house is the house from the baby. Oh, it did look very similar, right? I was like, oh my God, they're living in this house where the baby got killed? Like, that's what I thought. But then that's not true, everyone. That is actually... Don't be bamboozled by that. Like <laughs> that was my like original Patty thought. Gladys. No, no, no. I actually thought the same thing. Like maybe some time had passed since yeah. that had happened, and now they were living in the house, and that's yeah. like where. And the... it is kind of a creepy old house. Oh yeah, I mean there was uh, cool, elements, creepy. yes, that were beautiful, like the wood and stuff that uh-huh. was in there. Like but Victorian. then I think it was made more creepier because everything just seemed so dark. Like every space yeah. in that house outside of the time. It also they... kinda had vibes to that uh what was that one movie we what we were we reviewed with the the weird um 
Oh my God. <laughs> Your memory. You Come know, on, Gladys, uh, get it together. With the people that could move their body weird. Their body weird? Remember the girl had her brother on her head? Oh, the uh, horror movie? Yeah, on Netflix? Yeah, what the hell was that called now? See? Damn it. You're welcome. I it was kind of one... creepy like that house. <laughs> yeah, yeah with all the dark spaces and stuff. Yeah, which obviously was done on purpose because it's got to have right. somewhere it's to creep around. It's about a dark, creepy place. Yes, where monsters lurk. So Anyway, so the guy shows up. He's very upset. All his kids have mysteriously died. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you got bad luck. Bye. Yeah, exactly. But then, I mean, he goes somehow into this closet. Well, one of his kids made a picture of what they saw because they kept saying they were seeing things. Yes. We, they don't show it to us. Nope. Even though Mystery. I'm like, show it. <laughs> yeah. I want to see what it looks like now. Give it to me. But we've already seen like that face under the bed. Yeah. So we know like it's horrifying. Yeah. It's, it's definitely <laughs> scary as shit. So then the doctor's like, could you excuse me, please? And he goes in the kitchen to call, <laughs> to call 911. <laughs> and you're like, I want to see this picture. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, and then, of course, it gets uh, disappeared in the closet somehow. Yeah, he goes into the closet, which is like their attic sort of, isn't it? Well, yeah, I don't know if it's in the attic. It's It's like a big room. It's in a studio room where the mom apparently used to do a lot of her creative stuff, like art and sewing. And somehow he ended up in that room, which... He had to, I think, walk up the stairs or whatever yeah, to get up there. Yeah, it was kind of like an attic. Space. Yeah, I'm like, how did he roam up there and get into this? That's room? why I was saying, like, oh, this was their house, but it wasn't. No, so, whatever. I don't know if something was calling to him, and then that's why he well, followed then he was it. Talking, he could yes. hear him talking to someone. Yeah, yeah, Eek. and then <gasps> dead. He's fighting, and and then he ends up on this hook on the back of the Which, door. Which, and guess what, everyone? They fucking live in this house still. Afterwards, I'd be like. <laughs> Pack your bags. We're leaving. No way. They were literally in the house that night. Yeah, that threw me off. And I was like, I think I might. What kind of ghoul dad are you? (laughs) Dr. Harper, shame on you. Come on. Yeah, I mean, their mom had just passed away from a horrible accident. Then this guy shows up. He ends up killed in the house. Killed himself. Yeah, supposedly. That's what they think. And then. He brings There's them back that night. Face under his kid's bed. Yeah, I think I might have burned the house to the ground <laughs> that day. <laughs> and then I sure as shit would not be staying there if someone killed himself that day. Staying at the Marriott that exactly. night. Exactly. So, and uh, <laughs> vacation time. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the powers of the monster. They were also different from the short story. I think. Of course, that may have to do with the fact that we aren't sure if the monster is real uh-huh. in Stephen King's short story or if it's something that... It's just his mind. Yep. That the mind has, like, taken shape and created. In the shape of a daddy longwing spider. <laughs> that's what it kind of reminded me it did it did actually in the movie though the monster can actually teleport through different closets and stuff like that so we're and we (laughs) don't it's like the the game clue you guys where (laughs) some rooms you can go to another room it's like that yeah somehow it's going from house to house uh it's never disclosed how it's doing that (laughs) we don't we don't get a lot of information at all what was one of the creepiest things was that it could mimic voices to me that was extremely creepy because you didn't know whether it was an actual like, person. Sawyer. Yeah, or the monster. 
And so that bothered me. And then it would make like this clicking sound. And then you would all of a sudden hear like somebody's voice that you knew. So it was extremely uh, scary. And then um, it could also look like someone you knew too. So a little bit of like shape shifting going on where it would present somebody's face, which was fucking creepy as hell. And then also it moved lightning quick, like between spaces and time, it seems. So like, of course, crawling along the ceiling, you know, in the darkness and all that shit. It's strong, too. Yeah, extremely strong. It was kind of insectile-ish. Yes, it was very much so. And then, of course, uh, Lester's wife, Rita, she doesn't have like a main part in the short story, but in the movie, she was like one of the main characters. And um, in the short story, also abused by Lester and objectified, which also doesn't make you like Lester anymore in the short story. But in the movie she's somewhat of a badass and actually helps the oldest daughter kind of figure out that the boogeyman can be uh, wounded and possibly killed and lisa gay hamilton who plays dr weller i thought that character was interesting so she's the therapist working with the two daughters the two girls right she comes off as compassionate filled with empathy but then there are some times in the scenes where she's kind of like demonstrating a little bit of tough love you know specifically like with the youngest daughter where she's talking about the monster in her closet which is actually real but of course dr weller doesn't necessarily believe her so she makes the girl sit in the dark with kind of like a hypnotic light which i found kind of interesting Only because the original source story kind of makes the doctor, the therapist, the boogeyman, right? Right. And, and of course, at the end, the monster... Was it, was it that doctor or the I don't dad? know. That's that's what I'm wondering because, like, no, in the short story, it was the dad, okay. uh, the original uh, Dr. Harper. In this story, though, I'm kind of wondering if they were playing around with that whole synopsis and hinting that maybe Dr. Weller was bad. But I don't know because at the end of the movie, of course, they're all there meeting with... Dr. Weller and then the thing kind of calls Sadie back in and Dr. Weller's in there and she's like oh what's wrong and we kind of get the idea yeah we kind of get the idea that maybe the monster is still alive or there was another one. Well she was like when she when the little girl was in there she was like can you close your closet door yeah she could see something in there yeah Mm -hmm. it seemed like something was lurking in there. Let's just get rid of closets everyone. (laughs) Closets and basements. They gotta go. I mean, the whole thing was interesting because of the, right, when it takes over Lester's house after it's killed the kids, it's kind of like made it its pseudo home, which Rita's still hanging out there. There's all these creepy vines growing around, which kind of gave me the upside down vibes from Stranger Things, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Constantly keeps candles lit. And that to me was malignant. Oh, malignant. That's what it was. Correct. Look it up. Thank you for, I know, I was trying to think too in the back of my head as I was talking, but I could not, I couldn't conjure it. (laughs) The conjuring, Um, no. Uh. (laughs) So yeah, so that house was interesting because it kind of was like living there with Rita at the same time where Rita was like trying to kill it too. Okay, and can we just talk about that part too? Go ahead. So why does, so she figures out the daughter, Sadie. Yes. She gets... Lester, the guy that killed himself in her house, mm-hmm. she finds his address. And yes. she's like, I'm going to go check it out. Mm-hmm. And this is the part where I'm like, it's not the same house. Like, I was totally like, yeah, it oh, kind of looks the same. They lived in the same house. Yeah. Like, to me, that would have been like, oh, but no. 
So she goes over and it looks full on abandoned yeah. like a crack house. It and so doesn't... what does she say? <laughs> I'm going to go in. <laughs> what? This movie where I give it a beam is like, what the fuck, people? <laughs> the choices they made were crazy. Yeah, I... Turn the lights on and move the fuck out. <laughs> movie over. I definitely would not have been in the house, especially after she walks through the front door and she sees all the like roots. It and- looks like a fucking crack house. It looks you're gonna be killed for a hundred percent, one hundred percent. And that then fucking weird Polaroid setup. What? <laughs> <laughs> that what is going on? Tacked the pictures to the wall yeah. and stuff as a display. And she writes a note, call me. What? <laughs> what are you doing? This whole part, me and Callum were like, no. Well, and no. then, okay, and here was the other thing, too, is like, so they're still living at the house, right, where uh, somebody has been killed in, and they've seen the monster multiple times, and they've tried to convince the dad. Dad's completely waving them off and is like, no, there's no monster. He's a horrible here. dad, let's just say Yeah, it. sorry, Dr. Harper. He's um, in his own trauma. Yep, completely oblivious. Won't talk about it. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Won't talk about the mom. Won't nope. talk about anything. Nope. And so he, of course, oh, yeah, the oldest daughter, Sadie, wants to have some friends over. By the way, fucking asshole. Horrible. Bullies. I was like, I hope that blonde girl gets killed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spoiler, she doesn't. She doesn't, but I wanted her to. But somehow she gets locked in the closet because, because of, them. of them. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, scares the shit out of her because the monster tries to get her. Yeah. And then she comes she's out. Like, oh, shit, I saw it. Yes. There is a monster and here. freaks the fuck out. She pushes one of her friends, slaps the other one, the mean bully, the blonde-headed mean bully. Mm. And then they all leave, mm. calling her crazy. The dad gets upset. Like, we don't even like you. Yeah, runs like upstairs. Like teenage girls. They're, they're the real villain of this movie. I don't know. If I had been Dr. Harper, I would like, get the fuck out of my house, <laughs> you little but bitches. But but um talk about anything I got in trauma. <laughs> yeah, so he runs up there to go check on her. Meanwhile, leaves his youngest alone in the dark. She's playing a video game. She's playing a video game, but then starts hearing the monster clicking around and freaks out and tries to hide from it. But it's like it couldn't see her at one point. No, it it almost seems like yeah, like it was maybe blind or something, or or, or it was setting by it up. The I don't know. TV light or something. Something. Something yeah. was going so on. She's like sucked down in the couch. Yes, trying to hide from this thing, and then it... again, why wouldn't you be like, help? <laughs> I think she was petrified. There's a daddy long legs about to get me. <laughs> You know what was crazy though, right? Is that monster picks her up and throws her against the TV. And then her dad and older sister come running down. The dad still wants to fucking bring her back later to the house. And I was like, there is no way. He brought them, he stayed there when a person killed themselves there. He is a horrible parent. We you know don't what? Agree, okay. This is the mummy. I'm changing my. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I mean was... ultimately they end back up in the house. Uh, youngest daughter, father, Doctor Harper. Well, they have to take her to the hospital. Yeah, they she's do. Hurt. And then Sadie then I like, was like, "Oh, he's going to get blamed for child abuse." That's yeah. what I thought. But no, guess no, what? No, 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 that's not it at all. He's sad because this is the room where they brought the mom after she <laughs> yeah, in an accident. Still like completely checked out. And of course, Sadie's like, "I'm going back to the creepy house" because she gets a call from Rita. 
And then Rita uses her as bait. That's when the family came in and said, this isn't the Little Mermaid. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was back there at the house. Chained up. Yeah, and Rita had just chained her up uh, oh, to use her as bait. And then that's when the kids Shut your eyes! Yeah. <laughs> like, Important to know what theater you're going <laughs> this in, This is guess. not the Little Mermaid. We were like, nope. <laughs> shotgun blasts start going off we were like oh lord so uh yeah so then they end up back at their house after uh dad takes her back after getting checked out of the hospital seemingly with no like oh well it seems fine we don't know how you get hurt but yeah you got a couple lacerations everything's cool go back to your house (laughs) you're gonna need a new tv now And of course, they end up in the basement because oh, well, the monster dragged the door, them. This is the scary part. Oh, it's funny. Open scary the door, and then the dad fucking gets sucked in. Yes. What? That was scary that as hell. I thought he was dead. Me too. I was hoping. And her. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take both the parents away, I guess. This yeah. isn't a Disney movie this after This isn't a all. Disney movie. <laughs> We'll leave the end open for you to watch and see. It's it's kind of interesting. There's some scary stuff going on. Um, <laughs> You're not going to say what happens. I'll I'll give a little bit, um, only because I think there's interesting call-outs to some other movies, specifically stuff that Stephen King has done Pitch with Black. some of his other monsters. Yeah, Pitch Black. <laughs> so at the end, we do get a really good glimpse of the monster. Um, like I had mentioned, I think there's a little bit of a nod to Stranger Things. And then, of course, the scene at the end with Sadie and the monster, to me, I think... I thought was also a nod to aliens. Yeah, yeah. You know how it comes right up to Sigourney Weaver's face? Yes. Uh, So that kind of reminded me a little bit of that. And then also Stephen King's movie that came out some time ago. It's going to date me a little bit. But Cat's Eye. I don't know if you've ever seen. Uh, Yes, correct. So uh, there was three. Yeah. She's like 40. So that does date us a teeny bit. Yeah. Yeah. She was a a little child actor at that time. Completely innocent. There was three stories in that movie all involving a cat as a central character and one of the stories in there was called general because the the cat gets adopted into this little family and its name is they call him general but includes a little troll that comes out at night through the wall and feeds on people's like breath or their essence Uh kind of like their soul basically so i kind of felt like the monster at the end was doing something similar and then he also has another movie and story called Sleepwalkers, which uh, that came out in 1992. Or and it I sucked you. Yeah, same thing. It was uh, essence. Yeah, they kind of have to feed on um, virginal energy in that movie. They were kind of like God, cat vampires. <laughs> So that to me, I thought like they were kind of using like, different call outs to different monsters, I felt. And then okay. a little bit of a nod to Stephen King himself for the different variations that he's used. So this monster kind of reminded me of some of that stuff yeah. here at the end. But we don't get any like, here's where it came from. And no. Here's how it operates in here. Like, no. No. If that's no. what you're looking for. Rest assured, you're not going to get no. it. This this is a jump scare Just movie. Just enjoy it. It's like a roller coaster. Correct. And uh, I gave it a B, uh, like we had talked about, for a little bit of some gaps in the story. And then... Um, and the dad being awful and like... <laughs> 
no one would ever do blank. I was going to say, like, turn the fucking lights on. What are you doing? (laughs) So a little bit of the creativity on the character arcs I thought was a little tiny bit lacking. I saw what they were trying to do, but it could have been a little bit more developed on that. Yeah. To me, it's like either you're just going to go full out scare or you're actually going to have backstory. Yeah. They did did a little bit combination of both. They were like, uh, never mind. We just want to scare you. <laughs> Which is why I gave so it a we're not B. Can explain shit. Uh, the other it's reason why I got a B watching, was the fucking tooth. Right when the little girl loses her tooth, it comes out of the mouth. Right, Sadie. What helps Sawyer. was that? Okay, listen. So you know the old school way of pulling out a tooth. You tie a piece of string to your tooth and then tie the other door. end to the doorknob and close the doorknob to try. I don't know. I've never tried it, but. Uh, they do that in the movie. Her tooth pops out because, of course, the boogeyman but closes the door forcefully. Right. Yep. She's like, you said three. Yeah, and then the tooth pops out. But somehow the tooth ends up in Sadie's body, and she actually coughs it disgusting. up when she smokes her um, mom's deceased joint. mom's joint. So much to unpack there. I think it was supposed to be some sort of protection, right? Like her mom's essence and stuff. And then when she smoked it, even though we're talking about marijuana, no shade to marijuana, by the way. Old marijuana, though. Yeah, it was like old and crusty marijuana. Still marijuana. The string and the tooth started coming out. She started gagging and then she pulls it out and we find out that it's the tooth on the end of the string. Fucking nasty. I thought I was going to gag. get in there? I, well, remember there's that I scene. That part out. I think it was that scene where uh, she wakes up. Was- yes, and that hand or something had reached down into her mouth. I think it was the boogeyman putting the tooth into her why? body. I don't know. To I'm pop not sure. up later, that's why. To pop up later in the movie. Yeah, I forgot about that part. That was weird. Yeah, so... I definitely say it's worth watching. Yeah, I think uh, if you're into horror movies, I would scope this movie out. Good jump scare. There's no like real demonic stuff. By the way, thank goodness the fucking somebody. previews before oh, the, the movie. Too Jesus Christ! I totally dude. jumped at that. Kevin I was laughing at me. <gasps> First off, there was three fucking horrible horror movies, like the trailers that played before the movie started. Of course, all three. had to do a hundred with possession or the demon or uh, Satan, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> Beelzebub. I did not watch any of them. The minute that they started, and I could tell oh. it, I turned and I stared at the fucking bucket of popcorn and then there was one i don't know if it was the nun or something but the same thing my spouse fucking jumped high and i was like why are you watching this yeah that was no i will not be watching that i do not like that nun character anyway that's creepy in the conjuring it's so creepy dude yeah no 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 for me not watching any of those good ones though that look good coming out yeah i don't remember what they were but me neither Because I was when avoiding I the others. again, I will be like, oh, cool. mm-hmm. So that's our movie review. We suggest you go out and watch Only it. Only ruin it. We didn't tell no. you the ending. No. Wow. Uh, I think you should watch the ending on your own. It's worth <laughs> it. Minus the synopsis. Yeah. Then follow up with an email. And to... then imagine taking your little kid thinking that was Little Mermaid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How would you feel? Oops. As a parent. Probably not too good. Email us at olddirtybenches uh, at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about the movie. We'd love to hear it. Um, Great jump scare. 
Or if you have recommendations for good scary movies, we're always down. Yes. Makes you feel like when you're a kid and you were scared of what might be lurking in the closet. So And you would go. you go fucking look in there? No. No. A hundred percent no. No. Mm-mm. And also, if someone kills themselves in your house, move <laughs> that day. I don't know why you would stay there. Move. I didn't understand that either. What? And they're like, just leave. like, oh, well, like the bus drives by and there's all this shit going on. And the kids <laughs> the are like, cops oh, are did there. somebody, did your dad die now? Oh, nice. man, that was horrible, that statement. And then, like, oh, the well, hell? yeah, some guy killed himself, but it's okay. What's for dinner? Like, what? <laughs> we're, having, we're having beef stroganoff tonight. What? No. 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 Out. Immediately, no. 100%. I was like, I when they were like staying there again that night, I was like, no. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. And then the kids that when she has a sleepover, they're like, where did that guy kill himself? Oh, dude, that what? weird. Weird. All you people are demented. The minute that they asked that, I'd be like, everybody out. <laughs> Ghouls. <laughs> Party over. Oh, my God. Especially you blonde bitch girl. <laughs> Yeah, you bully. Oh, my God. Asshole. Horrible. Oh, God. That was so bad. <laughs> anyway, if you're having a rainy day or you just want to go get the scare, go see the boogeyman. Yep, boogeyman. All right. B for boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> B? Maybe if it was called for a boogeyman, we would give it an A. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Any last words, Gladys? Uh, yeah, people. People. Can I just say, stop talking on your fucking phone in the store. Uh, You're not that important. No one cares. Oh, my God. These people either on speakerphone talking to having full on conversations that I don't care to hear or worse, FaceTime. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just really? Is this where we're at? I, I think I have the one that I hate the most is like you're having a conference call. And, and you're at the like, store yeah, and no. you're in, on your phone. I'm like, what are you doing? Exactly. I don't need, <laughs> or put it on headphones. Yeah, like your earbuds or put something. Put your earbud in and Ugh. at least that. But, oh, my God. So many people everywhere I go. Yeah. I don't care. I'm with you. I don't care what you're talking about your friend. No. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah. And if you want to go shopping with your friend, fucking hook up and go shopping. <laughs> plan Why do you have plan to do a it day on your phone? Do you like this shirt? <laughs> Showing it so dumb. <laughs> and usually those people are like right in the way of where I need to yeah. go. And they're just like in their little bubble of one. And what? I'm like, hey, move. I need to go there. <laughs> oh, God. That's all. It's just like, come on. All right. I like your PSA. <laughs> Great job. PSA, don't be an asshole. Uh, yeah, don't do that. The, the more you know. <laughs> also, support your local farmer's markets. They're out and about. Oh, yeah. Doing the good Now's stuff. Now's the time. Yes. Get out there. Buy some fresh veggies. Get your local honey. Do all the stuff. Flowers. Yep, flowers. You can get flowers for pretty cheap. Yeah. Support your local vendors. All right? That's okay. good. I like that one. Yes. Thank you. All right, uh, Dirty Benches. We'll catch you on the next episode. It'll be white collar. <laughs> Another piece of shit. All right. Now based on our podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.